0: Holiday.
1: hello everybody this is joseph brownlee welcome back to body of christ real talk this is real talk let's get back into what i left off on my last show i'm going to continue right with this video by audio by this young lady named christy burke she's a pauline rejector. i like to call her. she's against paul and called paul a heretic And I'm going to continue with this. If you want to hear the first show, which was before this and go back, but I'm going to let you continue listening to her. It's only so much my stomach can take. I can see she was pretty good at what she was doing, but she's pretty bad. She seemed like an actor and trying to force you to believe something. She has no credibility, and that's what makes it so sad. You know, she has no credibility. She needs to be saved. That's all I have to say. So let me let you continue. Her, her reason why she rejects Paul's teaching and why she thinks that he's a false teacher.
2: Out demons. He performed miracles. He, he performed several miracles according to the text, according to the New Testament. And so, vanity. And I think it's interesting that Jesus says that... False messiahs and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and wonders to deceive. Paul cast out demons. He performed miracles. He he performed several miracles according to the text, according to the New Testament. And so he's checking the boxes, right? Like he comes on scene. He, in Galatians 2.20, which was my favorite, favorite Bible verse, in my teenage years i had it painted above my bed says i have been crucified with christ it is no longer i who live but christ lives in me so he is making a statement about how he has essentially died and jesus took over and now the one that's living through him is jesus (laughs) so he's essentially propping himself up to be on the same level of jesus and it's so funny
1: oh that's so sad y'all you see what i'm talking about what what? If you guys can write a comment, which I know you're not, what is she messing up on? She read Galatians two. I don't have time to go there now. But if you got your Bible, read Galatians two. When Paul said he's crucified in Christ, Christ is crucified. He's crucified in Christ. If you let, let me try to go there, man. I, I just don't want to try to. Let me go there and. Help this young lady here, because let me try to remember if I can find this going to take a few shows, y'all, but it's very important. This is called Bible study on body of Christ. Real talk. Let's go to Galatians 2. I'm going to read it. Galatians 2. Let me see. What did she just read from? I'm going to go back. Okay. let me see so we can go to the right scriptures. Let's hear this again, what she just said. All right, L- listen to this. Wow.
2: Paul cast out demons. He performed miracles. He, he performed several miracles according to the text, according to the New Testament. And so he's checking the boxes, right? Like he comes on scene.
1: I'm checking he, the boxes, Galenians, wow. 220,
2: which was my favorite, favorite Bible verse in my teenage years, I had it painted above my bed. It says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So he is making a statement about how he has essentially died and Jesus took over. And now the one that's living through him is Jesus. (laughs) So he's essentially propping himself up to be on the same level of Jesus. And it's so funny how so many Christians see this as um, kind of an act of humility when you die to yourself and let
1: Jesus live through you. I think, okay you you see what she just done straw man she read into it and she came up with her own conclusion what paul was really meaning you see that's reading into many people do that let's read uh galatians 2 and 20 ourselves out of the word of god paul says i am crucified with christ Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith, listen, of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Now, to you, what is Paul saying? Do this sound like Paul is boasting that he's at the same level of Christ? Yeah, we all are one in Christ, the body of Christ. Like she said, Paul is making himself as Christ. In other words, making himself as Jesus because he said, I am crucified with Christ. What she's missing is what happened after the cross. What happened? See, crucified with Christ is anybody that believe what he did is dead in Christ. That's not only for Paul. That's for the whole church. The body of Christ has nothing to do with leveling with Christ or you being like Christ. It's actually what happened. We was crucified with Christ. Not only Paul. Paul is not doing it saying I myself like she's putting out there. This is for the whole church. I can say that myself. Me, Joseph, is crucified with Christ. Why? Because that's what happened after the cross. See, nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. That's for every believer or what she says so-called Christians. So evidently she's an ex-Christian or whatever she is. I don't know. I'll find out later, which is not important. This a label. This is a term that all believers can claim. It has nothing to do with being like Jesus or trying to be Jesus. But we do. We are called to be Christ like. See, in other words, that's what the term Christian meant anyway. Back when they was at the way, it means being Christ like. Christian-like. I want to do she know that. Probably not. Okay, when Paul said, I, okay, she said, Paul talking about he dead. No, that's spiritually dead. The spirit, not the flesh, young lady. This is spiritually dead, not physically. See, when Paul said I died in Christ, the flesh died. The spirit came alive. That's what he meant, young lady, Miss Christie. I say this out of love. I wish I could talk to you. Because you may want to listen or you may not. I believe you sound like you acted. Okay, eight minutes left. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Who is the I Paul talking about? He's talking about the spirit man, not the flesh. See, this this has nothing to do with physical death. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, body, human body, I live by the faith of The son of God. Now, if he was putting himself in the same category of Christ, he wouldn't he wouldn't have put here the faith of the son of God. He would have just said the faith of me. Or the faith I by the faith of me. He did not say that. He said the faith of the son of God, who was the son of God, Jesus, who loved me and gave himself for me. Now, me does not mean he's saying only him. He's talking about the church, the body of Christ. This is for he's teaching the body of Christ. This is what happened. And the uh, burial. This was to happen at the resurrection of Jesus. This was this. Any believer or Christian can claim this. Not only Paul. It has nothing to do with being in the same level as deity of Christ. This is a true statement. We was crucified in Christ. We live in Christ. Not so much of us, but Christ lives in us. And the life which we live now, which is in this human body, in the flesh, is lived by the faith of the Son of God. See, it's still Jesus. No one, or he's not taking nothing away from Jesus. He's letting the listeners know, which are believers, mostly Gentile believers, that this is what happened. Jesus done this for us. It's all about him. So you see, it's very sad that she read that into it because her dislike and lack of understanding of the word of God, especially teachings of Paul. Let's continue.
2: I think that what they're doing is they're actually putting themselves on the level of Jesus and they're claiming that this isn't me. This is Jesus,
1: who I am now. You see her that again? I think. She says that a lot. And if, that's why I say when you listen to them, they say, I think they're coming to their own conclusion. It's Philly Philly. It's what I think. It's not what the word of God says. It's what I think this word of God is saying. In other words, I don't agree with this text, but I think any Christian believes this. They're putting themselves on the level of Jesus on the level of God. There's nothing in verse 20 of chapter 2 that will make a, a, a real reader believe that this verse is saying it. So it's her own reading into and her own interpretation what she think. I don't know if she got offended, she got hurt or something like that, something bothering her. But her uh Uh, accusation against Paul is very bad. Like I said, it wouldn't wouldn't even stand up in a kangaroo court, (laughs) let alone a real good court. It's not good at all. It's her misinterpretation. She's interpreting the Bible by feelings and I think or this is the way I see this. See? This is what I believe. Is this really her belief or she was taught this by some type of denomination or some type of a code or whatever? I really don't think this is what she getting out of the word of God. Because why would you say two and, Galatians 2 and 20 is one of your favorite verses when you was a child? What made that change? How was you interpreting it then when you was a child? Galatians 2 and 20. Did you apply that to yourself then What made it change I believe whatever church she went to Or whatever she been reading Or whoever she heard I believe Now I'm saying I believe This is me I'm leaving myself open to be wrong But usually there's always a trend That she got She heard another teacher Or somebody manipulated her And had her really really Re-look at the scriptures To interpret something else I could be wrong But I don't think I am Let us continue
2: now who you perceive when you talk to me and interact with me is Jesus it's not me it's Jesus (laughs) like that's exactly what pastors are doing that's what people are doing when they say like I've died to myself and Jesus lives in me you're basically calling
1: yourself Christ
2: you you really are
1: no you're not what what where you get that from (laughs) now let me give you the benefit of the doubt pastors do a lot of allegorical teaching and they add a lot of metaphors and stuff like that See, very seldom you hear pastor meaning that they are like God. Now you got someone out there like the faith teachers, Copeland and all those crazies, like the planners and all, and doll and all them. But the average pastor, when he says something like that, whether whether he paraphrasing or quoting the scripture, he's nine times out ten he's not saying that he's Jesus or like God. That's you, <laughs> you interpreting it that way. Because of your unbelief. A lot of this got to do with unbelief. You interpreted those verses, whether you believe it or someone taught you this way as it's saying that you are Jesus and you are God. And you don't you can't accept it because you know you cannot reach that level, even though the word of God is not telling you to try to. So you it's an issue with you and your interpretation, whether you know, I, I doubt if you just read it and you came up that, with this conclusion yourself. I really doubt that. I believe somebody led you the wrong way down the line because, according to what I was listening, I think you are what I, uh ex-Christian. Ain't no such thing as an ex-believer. You was either a believer or, and still a believer. If you ne- you call yourself an ex-Christian, you never was a Christian anyway. See that that you already messed up on that. If that's your stand right now, you got hurt somewhere. And you start talking about what other Christians, because they believe they are one in Christ. They believe that Christ died in us and the things Christ doing in us make us Jesus. I don't know what you come up with that with. That's your interpretation. I don't know who taught you that. The Bible's not saying nothing like that. Even somebody young would know, man, that's not saying I'm God. It's saying what God does through me. Let me let this finish. Let me let me let her finish.
2: really are. And so, again... Paul is kind of propping himself up as as Jesus. He's performing signs and wonders. It even says that he will lead astray as many as possible, even the elect. Now, I think the elect, according to Jesus, was the Jews because Jesus was a Jew. He was forming his own kind of Jewish cult. Uh, he followed the Jews.
1: Yeah, elect at that time was Israel, but also the Saison are elect too, is whatever people that is called is elect few yes at that time you are correct it was talking about israel but what you are saying is elect is only the jews no the elect is not only the jews it's whoever it was chosen it was used meaning the jews the majority of the time but the elect could be call the called out body of christ's church too as well but in that that's why context is very important within that context jesus was talking about israel the jews yes but your interpretation of that the Jews was the only elect they was elected at that time. Okay, all right Let me let her finish
2: well, the Jewish religion and That's that's what he was there to minister. He wasn't there to minister to the Jews according to his own words but then Paul comes along and He starts ministering to the Gentiles and a lot of the people a lot of the Jewish people that were a part of this movement didn't like that they didn't okay because
1: of want- time constraints i will be right back and i'm going to continue right back on what she said because my time is running out. peace out. love you all
0: holiday.